The end is nigh. Coming up on the broadcast. There you go, lying to people again. I'm lying to the people. You know the end is not near. <sighs> Especially well, for like happily ever after that's taking a break. And and we thought about this too, someone I was talking to on Instagram. If they pick up with the same time schedule, we're going to be watching these people in the February next year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, do you th- think about that? <laughs> how? How How does that work? Like Colt and Larissa and Eric and all them? Yep. Because they're going to do Strikes Back. Uh-huh. But that's like October. Well, we have Strikes Back. And then, oh, I'm thinking about the other way. See, I'm fried. They're okay. Oh, the are they going to do a break, right? And then they're going to come back for the second part, unless they're going to do like a compacted last season. Mm-hmm. And you know they're going to come back for a the other way strikes back because that just yeah. rolls off the tongue. So we're going to be watching these people in next fall. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, you guys. <laughs> it is a lot of show. Um, hello, welcome to the podcast. We are very happy you can join us today. For those of you guys who are tuning in for the first time, we are a spoiler and analysis show focused on the 90-day fiancé multiverse. This means that we spill the tea on all the fraud, when there is fraud, and debate opinions about what's really going on. All sides are looked at and no stone is left unturned. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode drop, and please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews really help our show grow. So, um, the fraud has been low. There's been not a lot happening in the 90 day multiverse right now. Um, but we are very excited to bring to you today. We are going to bring you, um, an interview with Ashley Smith of Ashley and Jay. And she is going to talk about, uh, her recent split with Jay, what was like filming, um, all kinds of, uh, fun stuff. I think it's, I mean, it's been a while since we've had, uh, I want to say a cast interview, but you know, like once their contract's done, they can hop on over and discuss things with you. Right. We right. can't kill them while they're hot, but, um, once, know, once they're right. free from their shackles of a contract, then they can come talk. Right. Just hang out. Yeah. So that was actually a lot of fun. Um, sitting down with, with her, um, and so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, but for now, uh, the the big the big thing in the ninety day multiverse was Larissa being detained by ICE this weekend. Um, so we will take you inside the episode. Okay, it's not really inside the episode. This is like social media roundup on this crack. is like this is like by the episode, like alongside the episode. Yeah, it's not inside the episode. We don't have, like, fraud from the episode we just saw. But this was the big explosion on Saturday where Larissa and Eric were about to drive to Colorado because they're moving there. Yeah. And uh, she was detained by ICE. And what we know about the situation, there was a lot. Okay, so there's a lot going around. 
Was it fake? Was it a publicity stunt? Uh, was she really arrested? Um, Carmen had put out this information that she was arrested. And then she was released. Larissa was released and she put out a video. And then there was a lot of people that were dissecting everything about their posts and saying it was fake, right? They staged it. Um, this is what we know now. We've been, we've been on the case. We've been looking at it. We've been talking to people. And what we know is that ICE did, in fact, detain her on Saturday. Uh, it was not an arrest. They detained her. And why was they apparently wanted to check her status? Um, and then they also told her that this apparently told her that she had to go, like leave the United States. Now, for a review, she was set to be deported last November, but that was stayed because she we assumed that she had filed a VAWA claim, which is a Violence Against Women Act claim. And while that's pending, she can't actually be deported. She's not in final deportation status. So we thought that that's what was going on. But now after this weekend, she was placed, apparently she's been placed in removal status and she will have an upcoming hearing. The date of that hearing was not provided by the source. They were citing uh, legal advice said not to uh, make that public. What we don't know is what triggered this. Why were ICE officials waiting for her on Saturday? Hanakawa? Well, they were waiting for her because... <laughs> um... <laughs> no, we have theories. We don't, that's what we don't know, though, right? Right. I mean, I guess the biggest question is really what triggered it. Um, mm -hmm. Working inside the government myself, sometimes it's... Um, something we'll call file review. And that's basically, you know, you go through a long list of people's files, you do an assessment of it. I don't know if this is how it works in, in the, the ice world, but, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the times you think you're skating by, it's only because someone hasn't looked at your stuff for a while yeah. because they're, <laughs> they're busy. Um, but something definitely triggered it. And I don't know, maybe it was her saying she was going to move. Who yes, knows? a lot of people are saying either Colton Debbie <laughs> called ICE. Um, I don't know if that's how that works for them, um, but that's what people are speculating. The other thing is that she did this very high-profile um, cam girl show and brought in a lot of money. So maybe they were that triggered it, and they're checking her status to see if she had proper work authorization to be get doing that. Maybe. I mean, because it was a Saturday and they were getting ready to move. Like, why were ICE agents standing there? Like, that doesn't just happen. Right. right? But I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if, you know, a person on a cam could be anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so like cam services and in cameo, those kind of things work internationally because you're not technically working just in the United States. I don't know how it how it technically works, but. You know, if she was in Brazil doing cameo, it would be the same as if she were in America doing cameo. She's getting paid. I don't know. I don't know if mm -hmm. that if that counts as working in the U.S. And I thought that she had received work authorization. Correct. She may and she may have. I mean, they didn't they didn't detain her more than a few hours. So, so obviously, it wasn't dire enough for them to decide we need to take her or send her out now. Mm -hmm. um, but they did change her status, which could be part of the process of a claim if she did it. We can only speculate that she did 
uh, Violence Against Women Act claim. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, until we get actual information from, from the source, and even the source could be um, not, not correct forthcoming, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I don't know if we'll know. So, you know, it's right. good to get a little insight of, of the incident, but it would, it, like, you know, it took over Instagram Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. Even I was, like, posting about it, like, seriously? And then she <laughs> yep. put out her message, like, not even an hour later. And so that that was it, you know. But but now a lot of people are just... Now the, her, her status and possible deportation is back on the top of everyone's list of talking mm-hmm. about because of this incident. Um, and then wondering what triggered it. Was it an anonymous call from Debbie? Was it uh, Eric <laughs> being crazy? You know, what was it? Right. Right. Yeah, we don't know. And I don't know if it's something we're ever going to know, but um, because, you know, ICE officials certainly aren't going to come on the show and tell us. (laughs) We can only speculate at this point. I thought you had some connections there. No, no, No. I don't have any. No, I think agency might have had some ICE connections, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll have to see. Right. Right, right. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with this. And um, we again, we don't know when this hearing is. We don't know if it's in a couple weeks or a couple months. We we have no idea. So we'll um, keep you posted as we get more information. I guess that's all we can do. Other than that, there really wasn't a lot of other stuff happening. There wasn't fraud in the show um, that we could tell. I mean, other than the standard... Um, you know, this Moldovan wedding, which is the entire thing is staged, but <laughs> it's a nice looking wedding though. I want to know like how much of that they actually had to pay for. Yeah. I, and how I, much just, it was, because I mean, it looked like it was just a really nice hall that was like nice on its own and mm-hmm. they had entertainment come in, but I mean, from being an event planner myself, you can find cheap entertainment, especially if you say you're going to be on TV. Right. And and my understanding was that TLC paid for a lot of this uh, because, you know, they wanted it for the show. They wanted this whole Moldova trip for the show and they paid for a lot of it. I don't know how much of the wedding itself they paid for, but um, I also know, you know, family Libby was trying to use this wedding and everything to try to get a spinoff show like the family Chantel. It has not worked thus far. They did get another season, but not a show to themselves. Uh, so I, I don't know. The cost could have been split. Uh, I need to see if my source has any information on that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I want to know if they actually were fighting or if they just had fun because, Fighting at a second wedding is kind of like, it's pointless. They're already married. Like when you get on the plane and go home, they're married. Like you're going to have to get along with them at some point. And like Mm -hmm. getting drunk and wanting to, you know, he tells them, hey, Moldova is corrupt. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go pick a fight with you outside in the dark. (laughs) You don't understand, dude. I'm telling you, Moldova's corrupt and I'll make you disappear. I'd be like, oh, he ran away. I have no clue where he went. (laughs) I have never wanted to punch baby Chuck so much in my entire, you know, life of watching him on the TV. When he was drunk and being an asshole, like, I just wanted to punch him through the TV. I just turned the TV off. That's my solution. (laughs) Disconnect. I'm done. 
Well, um, let's go to Katrina's court. So, oh my God. Okay. So David of David and Lana again. All right. Watching B90 Strikes Back, we will rewatch the scenes of him with Lana. And like after he met Lana and they're going to dinner and they're bowling and all this stuff. And this completely triggered me. And I don't recall it triggering me this badly the first time I watched it, but it did this time. And it's this he's trying to force affection from Lana and she clearly doesn't want to give it for whatever reason. She either doesn't like him. She's shy on camera, whatever. It doesn't matter. He does a stupid bet thing with the bowling. And if he gets a strike, you know, he gets a kiss from her. And it's so, like, creepy. And she clearly doesn't want to have that affection and kiss him. And he's forcing it. And and then at dinner, he's, like, plying her with alcohol. And it triggered me because it reminded me of these creepy dudes I've been on dates with who do this. And it's like, if I want to hug you, I'll hug you. If I want to kiss you, I'll kiss you. Do not force it on me. It's never, never okay to force that kind of contact or affection or kisses on anything, anyone, anytime. Never okay. You know, you can ask, can I kiss you? And if she says yes or no, you know, like she clearly was giving off all these signs that she didn't want anything to do with that kind of physical affection. And yet he's forcing it on her. And I got like triggered inside watching the kiss and the hug and this and that and that, whatever. So I sentence you to seven more trips to Ukraine where the only thing you see is the inside of your hotel room and the only woman you interact with is the woman at the restaurant who collects your dead flowers. I don't know if there would be much complaints about that, though. <laughs> They'll have company. They'll have an yeah. accent. <laughs> Two things off the checklist. Oh... Yeah, I'm sorry. It just, oh, it was so bad. So bad. Um, do we have a social media roundup this week? We don't. Yeah. All social media roundup was about Larissa getting round up by ice. <laughs> You've been filled in. There you go. That's what happened. Oh, and Ashley started in OnlyFans, but she will not have any nudes. Right. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. You know, she she talks about it on this interview that um, so we're, we don't have a Thunderdome this week. Uh, instead, we're going to bring to you our interview with Ashley of Ashley and Jay and her business partner, Dr. Jen Delandro. And um, so we get to hear Ashley's take on a lot of 90 day stuff and her recent breakup with Jay. And then uh, Ashley and Jen um, talk a little bit about their lip gloss line that they just launched. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, okay, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. You just uh -huh. announced on Instagram that you and Jay had split up again. What can you, do you want to say about that? Um, I mean, yeah, basically there's not like... I know before we were like the messiest, trashiest, like slinging fury on each other across Instagram, which obviously this is quite different this time. Um, there's not really a lot to say except just, we just couldn't make it work. Um, you know, he's got the tattoo shop. So, you know, we're trying to figure some stuff out with that. Um, but besides that, I mean, we're just kind of separating ways. No one's really angry or... You know what can I mean? You, Dramatic this time around. <laughs> can you tell us what it was? Was there like a final straw or what it was that, that prompted this? 
Um, it, it was just, you know, I was just having a lot of issues with trusting him. Um, you know, there was just, there was just some, there was different issues, but the main thing was just the lack, you know, the, the amount of trust and, um, it was really affecting our day-to-day, you know, relationship and my focus on other things besides, you know, just our marriage where, you know, I was, it was, it was consuming me and it was just too much and it was making, making both of us miserable. So it was just, it was definitely what's for best. Okay. Well, <laughs> we do wish you the best on that. Uh, Thank you. Okay. So we haven't seen you in a while on 90 day. Yeah. Um, but let's go back to the beginning. How okay. did it come to be that you were cast on the show to begin with? Cause you came on in season six. Right. Yeah. So um, basically I was in an immigration group on Facebook. Um, so they have actually like really neat groups where people, they will put you in a group of people that you've all applied at the same time for a K-1 visa. And you basically can talk amongst each other and like where everyone is in the process. And sorry about that. Um, where everyone is in the process and, um, you know, and then there's also other groups that they'll help you. Like they've already been through the process. So I'm not sure which group I was in, but, um, I had posted that he got his first approval and that I was going over for his final, um, interview. And when I had posted that, I think maybe it was 15 minutes later, I got a message on Facebook asking, you know, basically saying that they were a casting agent and they're interested. And that's how they got in touch with me. Interesting. That's very interesting. The, the, the cast, I know the casting agents are like everywhere. So yeah, um, they have drones everywhere. (laughs) Like you don't even think about it. Right. You're like, I don't know. This is, this is someone fishing for me. So yes. Right. So is yeah. First that the opportunity come to you to be on the show. Have you tried um, applying for other reality shows before 90 day? No, I never thought about going on reality TV. It wasn't something that was my like mission or something I'd ever thought in my life that I would actually do. Uh, interesting. So what was the casting process like? like after they got in touch with you, what, what, went, what happened? So they basically um, did a Skype with me, Jay, and Natalie. Um, and then they had called back. Natalie being um, your for- former best friend? Yeah. Okay. So they did a Skype with all three of us, called back, said they were interested. Um, however, I had stated that my kids weren't allowed to be filmed. And they said that if that was something that I was set on, that they would have to walk away. So I said, well, that's how it is. So I'm not going to film my kids. So I hung up with them. I didn't hear from them for about like three weeks, probably. And then they called back and said, okay, fine. We won't film the kids. We're coming with you to Jamaica in like four days. So I had like four days notice before filming. (laughs) So you had already had all of your stuff set about your plans and your trip and everything. And they just had to fall into it in their timeline. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can't remember how quick, but it was quickly, maybe a week. I I don't want to give an exact four days, but it was quick after, um, after they had called and we signed and everything. Excellent. Um, now, I know you can't talk exact dollar figures about what you were mm-hmm. paid, but were terms of the contract negotiable at all? And like, did you hire a lawyer to help with the process? Um, no. <laughs> the first season, we just were like, yeah, sounds great. Signed it and didn't negotiate, didn't like very, 
not a good, not smart, (laughs) but that's what we did. I mean, we didn't, yeah, we didn't negotiate anything for the first season. And, but for others, your later seasons you did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Happily Mm -hmm. ever after you did. (laughs) Oh yeah. My list of negotiations was a mile long for the (laughs) second season. I like Um, there has to be be lessons learned, right? Because first they go, we'll give you this much per episode. And you're like, oh, easy peasy. You're just going to follow me with the camera. And then you don't realize the time. that's literally what they told us. They were like, (laughs) oh yeah, we're just a fly on the wall. Like you barely even know we're there. Like that's literally what they told us, which is not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, yeah. Um, the second season, unfortunate, the unfortunate thing too was me and Kalani are very close. And after speaking with her and finding out things, um, actually I shouldn't throw her under the bus like that, but not think, not, she never told me how much they made per episode, but just some things that they would do for them on set that we never got, like never thought that I was paying for. out of pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it was probably my fault because I didn't ask for it or demand <laughs> it. Um, but the second season, you know, I definitely knew that there was things that they were willing to do from talking to Kalani. So I. Right. You know, and, and it probably depends on production, too, because if I'm right, there's a different production team for each couple. Correct. So one production person may be a little more lenient or open to, I don't know, pay or help or assist than mm-hmm. another one is. So, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, definitely negotiated the second, but not the first. No. Are you, are, are you at liberty to share any of those things? Is there anything fun or weird? Or- oh, I was just like, you know, I need hair and makeup. I need money for wardrobe because, you know, we're not allowed to wear like anything with logos. And, um, basically when you wear an outfit, they want you not to wear it again, because if you have to go back and reshoot something, um, that outfit has to be like, God forbid you'd wear it and spill something on it. It's basically taken out of your like wardrobe rotation. So, Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Now, is it true that they kidnap your interview clothing? Yes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've heard that like somewhere and they're like, yeah, they take it. So I'm the reason why they kidnap (laughs) because (laughs) I thought they took it and I took it and we, and like, I'll be honest, like I have a pile of laundry at that time in my basement and I like didn't know it was down there and we could not find. So if you actually pay attention on the first season, that yellow mustard or no, it was the second season. It was, uh, no, no, it was, that was the same one. It was, oh yeah, it was both of them. I can't remember, but you'll notice like in some interviews, I'm in, I, it, they are slightly different if you look really close and that's because that was my bad, um, so yeah, I'm probably the reason definitely now why they get kidnapped, but that, and the jewelry too, like I lost it all. So if you know, like you'll notice the necklace is different and everything, but oops. All the, uh, oh, yeah. the inconsistencies. Cause they sit you down to, and they film those interviews or like a 14 hour day or something ridiculous like that. Right. Yeah. It's a long day. And then supplement later if they need to. <laughs> right. Yeah. With the, if they win yeah. the interview clothes and jewelry that Ashley apparently lost. So <laughs> I love that. Um, did, okay. Um, what type of expectations did the crew set, if any? And then how close to what they said would actually happen? Like they said, oh, we'll be a fly on the wall. And mm-hmm. then how close to that was, was it? Um, I'll be honest, the first season, they pretty much were 
a fly on the wall. Um, they definitely know how to like hype you up and get your emotions rolling, especially when like the Tinder incident happened. I mean, the second season was brutal. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of people coming in that I wasn't like really like, you know, me and my friend were no longer friends. So there was like bringing, there was just so much stuff that was not aired. And I just can't wrap my head around why, because if they want, crazy tv i but they definitely have people come in and try to ruin things and you know what i mean but as for things up and yes but as for saying that they hand us a script and tell us what no that was that never happened i was never the only time i was ever handed something and asked to say it was like the you know in the beginning of the show it'll be like previously on 90 day like they'll have the cast say that stuff that's the only time i ever read anything um, off of an actual script now they'll guide you during the interviews but that's because they're asking you the questions that need to go with the parts that they're airing I have a question on the interviews though because when you're doing the interviews the whole day that is that after you've filmed everything or is it during filming um no they do interviews like three times throughout the season so you'll like you know, because now my second season, we only filmed for two months because of how crazy it ended. Um, they didn't really have anything to film. But the first season, we went, we filmed for nine months. Oh, wow. The first season. Yeah, it was very long. So, like, they filmed three different times during that time because, you know, you forget, too. Like, I know that sounds like in 10 months you forgot. But, yeah, you definitely forget, like, little things. Like, they they would bring something up in the interview, and I was like, oh, I forgot I did that, or I forgot I said that. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, like, why did you bring it back up to yeah, me? Yeah, so, you know, they try to do the interviews throughout so that you're not like, wait, I can't even remember, like, saying or doing that or whatever. Did you have input as far as what was used on the show you're saying they left out a ton of stuff but you you have absolutely zero and we also don't even know till the world sees the show we see the show when you guys see the show so we have no clue what they air or anything but no we have no say um I thought I was told I had say (laughs) um and then they totally went against like the first season I was not bartending I was not bartending at all um I talked to my old boss and they basically told me I refused to film me bartending because I knew what they were trying, the angle that they were trying to go with me. Um, so we filmed at the dental office where I was working. And then they came back at the end of the season and said, we really need to film you as a bartender. And I said, no, because I, you're not going to show that like I have a college education and that I work at this dental office. You're going to show me as this dumb ditzy bartender. Like I know, I, I knew. And they're like, no, no, no. We're going to show that you're a hard worker and you work two jobs and all this stuff. And they never aired my dental office. And they seem to cut the dental part, right? Right out. Yeah. So so what, what, what part in the season did you start really shaking your head that things were not turning out how you thought they would? Probably like the third episode. And I started to realize, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that it, it was just, just so many things were taken out you know what I mean so it just made things look a lot differently than what it what actually had truly happened so that's Mm -hmm. why I know I don't I don't even know I would say more than less cast members complain about that and that I that is you know true about the storyline edit they they choose for you I mean people complain about oh it's editing it's editing and then people come back and say well it 
you said it. So you, you know. But there's also people like Paola who complain that it's editing, but she actually really did laugh at my divorce. And then she tried to cover her ass on social media and say that it was edited. She was laughing at something else, not at that. And that's not true. She actually really was laughing at that. And that's why I told her to shut the F up. <laughs> like, that's why that happened between me and her. So that was a like, I mean, tell-all, right? That was a tell-all. I mean, yeah. tell-alls weren't on Skype. We got, we yeah. got a different type of yeah. tell-all fire now. <laughs> They're not, they, they can't, I'll be honest, I haven't really been watching, but they can't be nearly as fun on Skype. Like, oh, you gotta oh, get that. Oh, no. they're fun. They're oh, fun no. for the audience. <laughs> or we maybe like people them. have more balls because. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. They're so comfortable at it. home. They're behind their computer screen. They're not yeah. sitting uncomfortably under bright lights. They have their yeah. cell phones. They're ready to go. Yeah. Oh, well then maybe I'll have to tune in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we really enjoyed it. I mean, and that was even after the tell all leaked, like the, the, one of the days of the tell all had leaked. So we yeah. had like 10 hours of the footage, the raw footage, right? It was mm-hmm. everywhere. And then, I mean, I still enjoyed watching it because of that though, because everybody was, you know, and you get to see, you know, them really sort of showing their true colors because they're right. Like Hannah Kawa said, they're, they, they're not uncomfortable sitting on a stage all day the way you guys had to do it, right? And they have mm-hmm. their cell phones and they're only filming their, their segments or whatever. So they're... A yeah, and they like, really have a way of rallying, like rallying you up before the tell-all. <laughs> like they'll, so your producer will come to you and be like, Paola was over here saying this and that and this about you so that by the time you get out, you're ready to choke her already. And she hasn't even said a word on set yet. You know what I mean? And people are like, why is she so aggressive? Or like with the Larissa incident, remember when she came late the first time and everyone like, and then they were like, why was she attacking? Like, you know what I mean? So there was just like, (laughs) you know I mean? People didn't know that like, we could hear her calling us bitches and we could hear like the statements that were being said, you know what I mean? So like, that's why it wasn't that I was just whatever when I said about like smacking or whatever, which I love Larissa now, like that's behind us but they have a very good way of turning everyone against each other trust me like when you're there in real and maybe I'm sure they do that too over Skype you know what I mean they rile them up and say like this person said this and that you know what I mean so you're already like straight out the gate ready to pounce on somebody and I think that they I mean my feel from watching it is they have instigators within the cast that are going to bring up certain things just to ruffle feathers in a certain way my example yeah. if you do watch the last tell was big ed i think big ed was honestly inserted in a lot of those conversations oh i didn't see it so I, oh, you get a not, chance to he says he says things it. out of the blue that you're like wait why are you what <laughs> why are you starting drama yeah on that yeah but yeah. definitely smelled of producer said hey you know and I'm not even hating on the producers like that's their job and if you read the contract it's definitely in there you know what I mean like you need if you read it it's it's in there that they're going to do things you know what I mean I'm not going to say what the contract says but right it's like any reality show I don't think that 90 day fiance is any different than probably probably not they always add clauses and they're even like hey we'll embarrass you just so if you're (laughs) gonna make we're letting you know that we're gonna embarrass you yeah Um, do you have any regrets? Um, I don't, it changes daily. I don't even really know <laughs> what to say. Um, sometimes I think, oh, I can say I did it. It was an experience and I just move forward. But then there's other days like, what was I thinking? Why didn't I research and really 
figure out what I was getting myself into. And like, we signed the second season before the first season even aired. So we had no clue. Like people are like, well, she signed up for it again. So she clearly, you know what I mean? But we really didn't know what to expect because season one hadn't even aired yet. And we were already filming for season two. So yeah. So season two was kind of rough. Um, your, your relationship with Jay was, um, it was pretty tumultuous. Did they, um, did the, the crew ever like anticipate an event in your life there that would make for good TV and like ask you to hold off until they could film it? Um, not me personally, but the barbershop boys were paid to be held off to tell me what Jay did for about six months from what I was informed from them. Interesting. Now this is what I was told from the people that worked at the barbershop. So I'm giving you what I was told from them. Right. I don't I can confirm that Teal, I never saw a paycheck go to them. Um, <laughs> but that was what I was informed. Um, and that's why I lashed out at TLC the way that I did, because I just felt like it wasn't, it was like something that it sort of, that should have been addressed you know what I mean so so how invasive was being on the show in terms of the cameras you said the first season they were kind of they really were kind of the fly on the wall but the second season were they like all up in your face all up in your I mean like how how invasive was that um I don't know because honestly like my crew (laughs) I'm thankful for them because when I was going through that they I almost looked at them like family because they were very supportive. They did their job, which they had to do. And I understood that. Um, so I don't have any, like they're, yes, they're very invasive. You know what I mean? But the day after Jay cheated, I was not like, I found out for three days, I took my doorbell thing off my wall. Cause they did come to try to film. They kept calling. So I blocked them. I took my doorbell thing off the wall <laughs> and I didn't answer the door for three days, but they never like, they came back after three days after I had my time and they never bothered me. You know what I mean? They didn't, they weren't mad at me cause I did it. You know what I mean? And even my producer had called me from like a different number and just said, you know, that they're there if I need them or whatever, but they gave me my three days to, you know what I mean? Just. They gave you the space that you needed at that Get time. it together. You know what I mean? Cause I was a total, total, total mess. Like it would, it would, it was just, I needed the three days and they gave it to me. So I do respect and appreciate them for that. That's good. Okay. Cause it costs them a lot of money to be here. You know what I mean? To have all that crew and stuff here. And there was nothing. They weren't getting filmed. From you. <laughs> yeah. How receptive were they to ideas that you might've had to film? I mean, they would just be like, I don't really know because they, they pretty much like the first season, they just asked me like, what's going on? Okay. Well, I'm having a bridal shower here. I'm having a bachelorette party here. And we just kind of did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the second season, they were more like, this is where we're going to go film today. And this is what you're going to talk about and what's going to happen. The second uh-huh. season was just way more intense than like, they didn't tell me, you know what I mean? Like it happened. You know what I mean? They weren't like, make this scenario up and and we're going to make this happen. You know what I mean? Like they were just like, like those hey, things gonna, really happen. You're going to discuss the Tinder incident. We're taking you to the park today and you two are talking about the Tinder incident. That's okay. kind of how it went. You know what I mean? Okay. But the Tinder incident really happened. These are things that yes. really happened. They in- ha- real life happened. Yeah. They didn't actually like fabricate a whole 
storyline for us. They created the scene so you could talk about it. Right, yeah. In a more, in a more favorable environment so that they could Correct. film and, and catch then it. just like, yeah, just like sitting in my living room. They like to get you out to film so you're not always just chilling on your couch. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Having a conversation, which normally you would, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But in, in a real, you know, real world. Mm-hmm. Um, so last question I have, which is something I saw today on your Instagram stories, is that you are starting an OnlyFans. You're joining... The list of 90 day cast members with only fans <laughs> yeah did you want to talk about that uh i'm not doing nude photos or like any type of porn <laughs> it's more like so i've been kind of all over the place i'm going to be totally brutally honest i've been all over the place since we have separated the second time um and i do make rash decisions <laughs> um and then i go back and go like why did you do that why did you say that so at one point i was basically like screw everybody on instagram they harass the life out of me they threaten me they're so like all the comments are horrific why am i even doing this like why am i even like i try to keep people updated because i know they get invested but i'm just getting beat up and i haven't even been on a show for a year you know what i mean so i was like if they want to have conversations with me and want to know life things maybe spill some tea from the show and they can pay me because I'm just over it. <laughs> I like <laughs> I literally go. deleted everything off my Instagram besides my pout stuff. But now I'm like, why did I do that? Like now I'm like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> I, I totally understand that mindset. One thing that does work on OnlyFans is not nudes, it's mukbangs. I don't know if you've heard of that. Of what? Where you eat on camera. Oh, really? So it's we were, e- it's I'm effortless. <laughs> it's effortless. My best friend, Michelle, and I'm literally like, hey, if they want to pay me a hundred bucks for my feet, like, I don't even care. Like, here's my feet. You might but we find, were like, well, you might what am I going to do with it now? <laughs> because people have already subscribed and it's for a month. So I'm like, what the heck am I going to post? Because now I'm kind of like, well, let me just go back to Instagram and stop being a drama queen. Because um, obviously... I was on Night Day Fiance, so I'm a drama. Well, you queen. did. Well, you did. Um, say the, you did say that there weren't going to be any nudes. No, but you know, a lot of people have turned that around and put other kinds of content that they would consider exclusive. So maybe act more access to you or lives or you know more chats. Yeah, or like I've done like I have photos on there that I wouldn't post on Instagram. They're not nude though, but like bikini pictures or like lingerie pictures. I mean, I probably would post them on Instagram, but I've put them just like sexy pictures you know what I mean but as for like nudes or videos of anything of that sort no that's not gonna not gonna happen well Hannah Kawa so I'm gonna have watches to and reviews she huh? watches and Hannah Kawa watches and reviews cast only fans so she's seen she? all yeah yes. <laughs> I've seen I've yes. seen most of them and yeah. some have been thwarted I mean, towards me bucks. I'll just send you the pictures that are on there right now because I'm trying to figure out how I can keep moving forward with it because people have paid a subscription now and I'm not gonna so I am posting every day and stuff and it's but I I'm also not running off of Instagram like when I made my rash decision the other day that that's what I was gonna do um it does like we are human though and that stuff as thick of the skin as I think I have some of the things that are said and stuff it's just like not okay and Mm -hmm. after getting beat up for two years now like we and I and I see why cast members flip and lose you know and Mm -hmm. and do things because Mm -hmm. it's just you can only it's like we're punching bags and it's just repeatedly over and over again yeah it can get pretty toxic for sure yeah 
And I always see the famous line, they knew when they signed up. I can tell you full-heartedly, I had no clue what the hell I signed up for in regards to the show or social media. Like I had no idea that people actually go to people's pages on Instagram and say things that they say to people like that. Like I just, that never even crossed my mind to like go to Snooki's page and like say horrible things to her because I think she did something that maybe I didn't agree with on the TV or I thought was trashy. Like I, that's just not my mindset. So, you know, I thought maybe, Oh, a couple trolls here and there, but Holy cow. Like, <laughs> I'll probably start off with just a couple, but I think that. Uh, oh, they got me before Instagram aired. Like I'm <laughs> telling you the episode wasn't even out yet. And it was like stuff like everywhere was coming at me. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't even seen the show yet, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, so, so a fun question. And, you know, you may not be able to answer it. Um, but if the entire human race went extinct and you had to pick one cast member to repopulate the world with, who would it be? Okay, give me, I got to, I got to st- go through my brain here and think about, <laughs> it's definitely going to be someone from one of the first couple of seasons, because that's when the show was actually normal. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, God. She doesn't want to be baby girl, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> who... I really like Evelyn and her husband, and I really, really, I got the chance to meet, oh my God. Um, oh, they were from season two. They just had a baby, right? Okay. Um, that's, no, Evelyn, she's like the singer. She was on American Idol. and Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Apples, then, Evelyn. <laughs> yeah, and then also, um, God, I went out to dinner with them in Vegas, and I'm drawing a blank. Um, we had a um, shoot, actually it was LA or Vegas. I can't, I, we were on a photo shoot and we, it was me, Larissa and Colt and it's Curie, Curium. I, I don't want to say Cur- her name. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, oh, I forget um, her husband's name. Um, yeah, but they are, <laughs> I love them. They're so sweet. They're so nice. Like definitely one of those two couples. Okay. Excellent. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. This season of happily ever after Colt, Paul and Michael fuck, Mary kill. Do I have to label each one? Yeah. Who would you oh, fuck? Who oh. would you marry? Who would you kill of those three? Well, I would be celibate. <laughs> um, I know that wasn't an option, but unfortunately that, that, that would just be it. It's your answer. Um, um, I say it was Colt who and who? Colt, Paul, and Michael. If I had to marry one of them, it would be Michael because, I mean, let's be honest. I think that would be everyone's answer. Um <laughs> No hate to Colt or Paul, but if I was in a relationship or just, I don't even know how to answer the kill question. Like that's that's hard. (laughs) Like I don't want to kill anybody, but if I was in a relationship with one of the three of them, who do I think I would kill first? Probably Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. From the other way, submit Tim, also known as Cheesesteak or Angie Hoon. Who would you fuck? Who would you marry? And who would you kill? Wait, who's Tim? He went to Columbia with Maylisa. Oh yeah, okay, Tim. Okay, um, okay. So hold on. You said Tim. Who else? And who else? Sorry, you threw me off with cheese stick. I was like, what? <laughs> Summit of Summit and Jenny. Tim and G. Oh, Summit. Okay. Summit. Yeah. I call him Summit. I don't know why. Um, okay, so I love Tim, so I'd have to marry Tim. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Submit 
Jehun, I guess. Oh, uh, I don't even know. I don't want to say that I want to sleep with anybody because I don't, but I don't like Devin. So I'll just say Jehun because I don't <laughs> like Devin. I'm petty. Um, then I would F. And then um, I guess I'd have to kill Summit, but he didn't do anything. I like him too. <laughs> this is hard. I don't like, that's me. Okay. Anyway, okay. Before the 90 days, Stephanie of Stephanie and Erica, baby mm-hmm. girl Lisa, and Darcy. Uh, you're 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 trying to cause the internet. <laughs> I would f I Stephanie. Just, I really I, wanted to see how you reacted to these questions. I see the next. Oh. I see the next swipe up article. I don't know. Ashley wants to sleep with Stephanie. Um. So yeah, it would be <laughs> Stephanie. Um. I don't know. I love Darcy. Darcy's so sweet. I got to meet her in person. So I would marry her. And I get who is the other one? Baby girl Lisa. Uh, well, at least I have to kill you, and you're closest to my hometown, so it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and one last question on this topic. Would you consider doing reality TV again? Maybe if it's a cooking show. I, don't, I will never say never, because if the money's right, I'll do it. But I don't know that a reality show would ever pay what I think is the right amount of money, so... <laughs> For what they so a better not. question when when would you be allowed to be on another reality show like when could i be allowed on one what do you mean oh i'm out of oh. i've been out of contract since April. oh that's nice yeah they have a confidentiality with us forever but as far as like con- contractually i can do whatever i want now excellent so we're gonna bring in jen and J- delandreo delandro sorry also known as dr jen who is hi the- is your business partner and friend and let's talk pout so tell me what is pout it is um a lip line that we started well it was supposed to launch a long time ago but with covid got pushed back but anyway um it's our lip line we started out pretty small with just five shades some of them are glosses some of them are like color stay and matte um and yeah it's kind of our baby Excellent. So what made you, what made you start it? What made, what gave you the idea or what, you know, how did you and Jen come together to do this? Well, Dr. Jen um, specializes in Botox and fillers. So obviously lip fillers is really popular now. So One of my I, specialties. Yeah. And she's amazing. And I, I, can't, I can't wait to get mine done. Yeah. You'll love them. Yeah. I always wanted to do a makeup line and she her and I started talking one day. Um, I think we were, were we going on vacation? We were flying somewhere, I think. And it just came up and we were like, let's do it. So we did it. What, what's it like trying to launch a lip gloss line in the middle of a pandemic? Try launching a lip gloss. It's it's, it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, it's hard, but you know, I, I, surprisingly, we did get a lot of great feedback. We did get a lot of sales. Uh, people love the product. Um, we're getting a lot of good, you know, um, good, um, you know, data from people telling us how they love it. And, and let me tell you, it stays on. I did, I did a promo for my Instagram, and I planted it on my arm. I couldn't get it off. I could not get it off the next day. It took two showers, and me actually almost having to use like a scrubby to get her off my 
my arm. That's how good it stays. The color. I the will. I will agree with that. Um, I I have been trying it. Um, full disclosure. I I have <laughs> some. Uh, I have it, and I have been trying it all. And I had the red on. And so first, every don't you color, love that red? Isn't that yes. red? Yes. Every single color. I needed a sugar scrub to get off. Even like the gloss oh shimmer. The red though. And I know it, I was told it was going to stay on forever. So, and I used a, a sugar scrub to get it off and I took a bath and I did all the stuff and then I was getting ready for bed and I still had this complete outline of <laughs> my face. And I was like, oh, so I had to do another. Well, there you go, everybody. It stays on for a long time. <laughs> and, and the color, the, that color red is, is beautiful. I really, really like it. So if you're going to um, go cheat on your girl, on your wife or your girlfriend, make sure she's not wearing our color because it will never come off your collar or off yeah. Place in your body, <laughs> but it doesn't transfer from your lips. Like no, it, it doesn't. Out doesn't. of a straw, no, it wasn't it transferring. Doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It, I know it. I, all, all kidding aside, no, it doesn't. It actually, it's a really good product. It's very well made. You know, we we uh, we researched a lot of different companies that you know helped us and different. Um, you know, because you have to go. This is this is a big deal. I mean, this is like chemistry. You know, this is mixing this is putting it in bottles you have to have the certain consistency in the bottles if you overfill a bottle which we learned if it's overfilled the product you know will the, the lipstick bottles kind of explode you know it's everything is very you know it's very exact so you know you, you do have to you know pretty really do good research and um you know have a great you know a great um uh, you know, kind of, I guess, chemist that's going to help you, you know, develop these, these, you know, develop the products and develop the colors. So, you know, we came across this great, you know, we partnered up with this great, um, you know, um, uh, company and, um, you know, they have so far, except for a couple little glitches, you know, that we have to kind of iron up that, that happens with any, you know, new company. Um, so far, I'm really happy with the products. I mean, we haven't gotten any complaints about it. So, and I appreciate that feedback, Katrina. It's very nice of you. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. I mean, I'm a makeup addict and I have more lip glosses than, um, any sane person needs, but um, I can always use more. So I have these and I love them. And I mean, I wear full makeup to like play video, you know. To Amazing. Play, uh, games Which one's your that. favorite? Which one's your oh, favorite? I don't, you know, um, well, I love the red because it's really hard for me to find a red that, it's that works killer. with my that coloring. Red's killer. And that red really looks good with my coloring. Um, I really like the glosses because like, so Roxy, the color Roxy is like a really fun color everyday gloss. Like it's, it gives you a color, but it's not overpowering and yes. it stays on. So it's a good like everyday gloss, but the other gloss is also really good. And it's a little bit like the color is a little bit different. So I love those. The Dolce. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, um, I don't know. I, I, I might have to say that. Roxy and Dolce are probably might be my, my favorite because they are just like good everyday, not overpowering glosses, but they stay on unlike other glosses. Yes, yes, they're very good. They, 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 I have to say it's a very good product. So we're you know we're we're proud of it. We're proud. So mm -hmm. we're, we're excited where it's going to take us, and you know we hopefully we're going to introduce some other products in our line. You know, we, we hope to do, you know, shadows and maybe develop like a really cool mascara or something, you know, something, something maybe that not everybody goes to. I mean, let's face it, everybody starts out with lipstick, but, you know, there's other types of makeup that sometimes, you know, that people don't 
you make an illicit lines. It's not as popular as something else. So we'd like to go like do something down that avenue to make to to do something, make it more popular, maybe you know something different and set ourselves mm-hmm. apart from everybody else. Um, awesome. So you said you started small. You know, you just have the five colors and stuff. Are you, you know you have planned? Do you have plans to expand the color base for like? Um, more, you know, skin types and skin colors and things like that. I mean, obviously you have to yeah. start small, but we had like a fall collection ready to be launched because the colors that you have was actually supposed to be launched in the spring. Okay. Thing that didn't happen. So it's those colors were supposed to were the spring line and we have a fall line already picked right. out. So we're just kind of seeing how this one goes and then deciding when or if we need to change the shades because obviously we're in fall now. Um, so, yeah. Kind of- I mean, I think our, our you know, we we should have had 10 out by this point. This, this is what yeah. we projected. So we're, we're a little behind. But we think, I mean, our colors are pretty... I think they, 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 they go with all, all seasons. I think most of them do, you know, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty universal, which is nice. So I, I think that they'll work with any season, all the colors that we introduce. I mean, of course, you know, red is a more, is a color more for winter, you know, but I feel like everybody wears red all the time. That's why I said it was very important for us to have a red in our Mm -hmm. collection, because that's like a, you know, that's like something you always have. You always have you know, dark nor mascara, you always have a red in your drawer. So yeah. that's something that somebody always has or wants. So what is your favorite part of being a boss babe? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't look at myself like that. <laughs> um, Entrepreneur. I don't know. I just want to be successful and, you know, show my kids that if you work hard, you know, anything is possible. And obviously the one shade is named after my daughter, um, which was important to me. And it, it's sweet because it did, it's already sold out. Um, and it kind of made her day that that was the first shade, you know, to sell out. Yep, to sell out. Yes. Oh, that's sweet. So if, where can people find it? Where can people find Pout? Right now um, we're doing online only in some like individual boutiques. Um, so you can just go to our page. It's Pout by DNA um, and order. Awesome. And Ashley, so where can people find you if they, you know, you talked about leaving Instagram. People want to find you. Where can they find you? I'm not going to leave Instagram. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But um, I've gone back to cosmetology school. So I am actually hoping to open Pout Beauty Bar um, in our area. I'm still doing a lot of research and trying to figure things out. Um, But that is what my plan is. So Awesome. What is your Instagram handle? It's Ashley E underscore 90. Excellent. And Jen, where can people find you? Physically, sure. so physically you can- and online. <laughs> physically. Okay. So um, are you can find me at Dolce, D-O-L-C-E, Aesthetics NY, um, uh, Dolce Aesthetics NY. I'm on IG and I'm also, I have a Twitter account and I have, uh, website so you can find me at dolceaestheticsnewyork.com and like I said I have three locations and Ashley and I plan on expanding our pout line and hopefully we will be opening up a, a, a you know a pout beauty bar and opening up some other some other businesses we're going to do together so hopefully you'll be finding us all over the place soon we'll be nationwide at some point I'm sure the 90 day fans will be thrilled <laughs> <laughs> so stoked <laughs> um, well, 
This was really awesome. Thank you guys so much for sitting down with with us and sharing this. Um, I I am a huge fan of the pout line. Um, I honestly I wasn't sure what to expect, and you know, but being a makeup addict, I of course had to have them. So I am a huge fan. Um, they they stay on. They're really pretty colors for my coloring, and um, they stay on and they don't transfer. I was drinking out of a, you know, and, and then eating dinner and stuff. And it, it wasn't coming off on like my soda can and things like that. So, um, they're a fantastic product. Um, I'm a fan. We'll link all of these things in the show notes. So you can just go directly to their page and thank you again so much, Ashley and Jen for sitting down with us. Okay. And I am Katrina. I am frauded by TLC on Instagram. I am also just frauded on Instagram. If you want to follow my non 90 day stuff, I want to give a big shout out. Thank you to our latest members of our Patreon, our fraudians. Uh, I want to say hello and thank you to Kathy, Abigail, and Dave and Beth. Thank you guys for joining. And, um, I also just sent a bunch of stickers off in the mail. So uh, a lot of people should be getting those for those of you guys who joined at the $5 tier, you get those stickers. Uh, if you want to join us on Patreon, that is patreon.com slash the broadcast. We talk about all kinds of stuff over there. Um, we coffee talk. We talked about the past, present and future of 90 day. Um, we have a fun interview over there. We have uh, the Hotel Hanakawa, where she tells her stories about working in a hotel. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff. We have some good stuff coming up. And uh, we appreciate every single one of you guys who joins us over there. And you can find me on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Today. Uh, if you care to follow me on my other <laughs> Instagram account, you can find that at Hanakawa underscore Draven. You can also find some videos that I've done on YouTube at um, High Functioning Millennial. And goodness, have I listed off enough? You can also find me on <laughs> Twitch <laughs> slash Libby Draven if you like playing games or watching games be played. Yeah, and um, we want to know where your your thought Twitch is because Libby Draven doesn't like she doesn't show her tits and stuff so no, we want to know where the tits. one is i am a classy fucking lady okay we want to know where the one is where you're like your tits are out while you're playing or cooking nope. or something no no oh. nope. okay. <laughs> that's in the just chatting section <laughs> um all right well that's our show for today thank you so much for listening please don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and while you are doing that, please leave a five-star rating and review. We would really appreciate it as these reviews and ratings do help the show. So until next week, we are the Fraudcast and we're dumpster diving so you don't have to. Hey, Fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. 
and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.